You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Arizona Diamondbacks are one of several teams that are looking ahead toward next season, um, but they're still trying to figure out a way to finish this season, and they've actually had a couple of very good games, so this is very exciting for me. Let's talk to Steve Gilbert about this. I'm Allison Sutter, of course. Uh, Steve, um, so I was very excited. I looked at the schedule. I'm like, oh, my God, the Diamondbacks just had, like, two huge, huge wins in the very uh, tightly contested NL West um, showdown between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Rockies. But it looks like the Diamondbacks had a nice couple of offensive days. So what was that like to watch? Yeah, you know, this is kind of the the team that they expected to be in terms of um, the offensive production, they they uh, they're getting some nice uh, nice offensive output from Yasmani Tomas, which is good for them to see. Um, you know, Paul Goldschmidt's doing his you know usual thing, um, but uh, getting that from from Tomas and and uh, having some of these younger guys like Mitch Haniger hit his first uh, major league home run. Uh, Kyle Jensen the other day got his first big league hit. It was a homer off Madison Bumgarner. Um, so, you know, there are some, some things in, in an otherwise uh, kind of uh, unfortunate last month of the season or tough last month of the season um, that have been positives for them. But certainly um, seeing guys like Chris Owings swinging the bat well, um, it, you know, it just gives them a little bit better feeling. Uh, heading into the next year, Gene Segura, who's been one of their bright spots all year long, hit a couple of homers uh, in the game against the Rockies that you were talking about. And uh, that's something that, that they've been uh, talking about, wanting to see him finish strong and, and get 200 hits this year. So, um, you know, still trying to find some positives here to, down the stretch the last few weeks of the season. Yeah, so I was looking at the depth chart recently on the Diamondbacks website, and I'm just like – so I'm trying to figure out, like, when they when it comes to fixing the problems that they've had, I mean, what areas? Because I'm looking, I'm like, oh, there's, I don't know, there's pretty good position players, and uh, of course the rotation needs help, uh, bullpen. Uh, but I mean, is there anything that stands out to you as like, okay, this absolutely needs to be addressed this off season? Yeah, I think it, it 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 ends up being the bullpen. I think when you start to look at at the team that's actually on the field, the position players. And I was talking with a scout the other day about this. He's like, you know, you look at your, how does that team, and you go, well, that's a good player. Yeah, no, I take him. Oh, right. Yeah, I take him too. And you know, you start to look around, and the position players, the everyday guys, um, are really uh, really attractive to teams, and and you know, should form a very good nucleus. I think. Um, one thing that would certainly, uh, as far as position players go, certainly help them is if maybe they had a veteran or two there. I think they kind of miss the presence of Aaron Hill or Jared Saltalamacchia, um, more so in, in the clubhouse than even on the field in terms of just being able to be leaders and, and um, to help some of the younger guys when they get into uh, a funk because right now it's such a young core that, that they don't really have a lot of veterans to, to look to. Um, but certainly the the bullpen is something that they have to address and find a way um, to uh, to improve that area. Um, starters, you know, it kind of almost looks like what you see is what you get with the starting rotation. They need certain guys to take steps forward. Robbie Ray, um, he reached the 200 strikeout mark uh, in that game against the Rockies. So um, that was another thing that was a positive. Um, seeing him take another step forward would be big for that rotation. Zach Granke, um, pitching like Zach Greinke would also be helpful. 
Um, Shelby Miller's a question mark going into next year. So I think the rotation has to get better, but I think the mostly for that, um, their, their internal options are, are what they're going to have to turn to unless they decide to completely blow up the team. Um, whereas with the relievers, I think they're going to have to find a way to add some, some people this offseason. That that Granky contract kind of prevents them from really being able to blow up the team, doesn't it, in some ways? I mean, when you have well, that kind of payroll obligation just to him? I mean, I think that, that part of the issue is the, that do you want to blow up the team when you start looking at, you know, you're talking about trading a Paul Goldschmidt or an A.J. Pollock. You know, you, you, you start to look at some of the core players that they really believe in, and if this is their, if they really believe this is their time to win and there's a window here, that was why they went out and got Granky. So um, it, it makes it difficult if you start to, to look at uh, making additions here or there because they, all these guys are going to start to get more expensive. Uh, Goldschmidt's salary goes up. Um, Pollock goes up in another year of arbitration. You know, So you start to see that it, it does limit your flexibility a little bit, but this was the group that they had hoped to have and that they thought they could win with. Yeah, so this is going to be interesting. I mean, the season's over. Um, everybody, oh, well, first of all, before I get to that, this is really random on their schedule. So they have this really long road trip. It starts off in San Diego, which makes sense. Then they go to Baltimore and Washington, which from a travel standpoint will be really cool because once they're done in Baltimore, they just kind of like take the bus down. Uh, to, so that that's a very easy travel time. But that is so weird for – not that it matters, but doesn't that strike you as a little odd when everyone's like kind of – playing mostly teams in their division to have this extended road trip with two or three teams, like not even in their division. Yeah. It's kind of a strange way to, to end their year. And, and next year I was just, you know, today as we're recording this, the, the schedules for next year came out and I just happened to notice that uh, they close out their season in Kansas city next year. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <know>. that makes sense. <laughs> you just never know when you're going to get when you get to schedule what you're going to see in there and, and how they have to make everything work. And, uh, God bless Katie Feeney in the commissioner's office who is responsible for that and all the stuff she has to go through every year to make it work for, for all the teams. But, uh, yeah, it is a different way for them to kind of wrap this stretch up, and, and they still have one more East Coast swing instead of uh, staying out here west. But uh, um, uh gives them a chance to, again, test themselves against two two teams in, in the Nationals and the, and the Orioles who are who are looking to play in the postseason this year. Yeah, they could be on the wrong end of a couple of clinching celebrations, um, which I guess doesn't really matter to them anyway. But, um, okay, so then let's you know, fast forward. The season's over, and it's really not over. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and we went over it a little bit last time we chatted. Um, but everyone's just going to kind of be, like, leaning in a little bit to see, like, what's next as far as, like, contracts and, uh, you know, if, if everybody's going to be brought back. So there's a lot. I mean, you could be pretty busy in October for a team that's well in, you know, on their way to, like, 90-plus losses. Yeah, they have to make a decision, uh, you know, first and foremost on uh, Tony LaRusso and Dave Stewart. Uh, both of their contracts are up. Um, and then, uh, depending on what they do there, I, I imagine that uh, could affect the manager's status, even though he's under contract for next year. It, certainly, if they uh, make changes uh, at the GM or, or chief baseball officer position, that, that affects everybody going down. So, I think there's... There's going to be a lot of people that are, are, are watching very closely, at least in, in uh, Arizona, to see what's going to happen here over the next few weeks or, or, the, or the first week there after the season ends. I have to say, this is coming from somebody who's like lives a thousand miles away and is I'm not a Diamondbacks fan or hater. My head will explode if they fire Chip Hale and try to blame any of this on him. Let me just say that for the record. My head will explode. 
it's been a rough year for Chip, and, and certainly uh, with all the injuries and, and everything else, it, it's, uh, it, it would be very unfortunate if, uh, if he gets the, the blame for all this stuff. But I, and I'd certainly hate to have not your, his fault. I'd, I'd, hate to, I'd hate to see your head explode, but yes, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. Okay. All right, well, I'll keep you posted on that. So, okay, Steve, good talk. Thank you so much. We'll catch up with you soon. My pleasure, Allison. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.